What is up, guys? Thanks again for listening to the Life with Troy podcast. I appreciate you taking an interest in what I have to say. You can follow me on the Life with Troy Facebook page. You can also message me there if you have any suggestions on what I should talk about. Or if you want to be a guest, I'm interested in having people who have something interesting to say or who have had an interesting life. I'd love to have you on. I'd love to hear what you have to say. So thanks again for listening. Thank you for your support. And I hope you enjoy the show. Growing up, I always knew I wanted to be a cop. Sitting in an office all day just sounded super miserable to me, and um, helping people has always been something that's really important to me. I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. And I already knew the insides and outs of law enforcement because of the way I was raised. You know, I was surrounded by cops all the time. Uh, I knew from firsthand experience from my own family how a law enforcement career could be difficult on families and how pessimistic it made people. And I have a very large sphere of cops in my life, and I don't know a single one that has a positive outlook on life. But despite knowing this and having firsthand experience with this, I never thought it would happen to me until it did. And my time in law enforcement, I think suicide attempts were the hardest for me, especially when they survived, which most do, especially with what I did. And um, It's hard dealing with people on their worst days. When your entire career is centered around dealing with people during the worst moments of their life, and that is the majority of your life, it starts to really get to you. I don't really want to talk a whole lot about my stories from being a cop. I don't want to risk the liability, and there's plenty of other podcasts you can listen to to hear fun police stories. There's the Cop Life podcast. You can look at um, you know, Mike the Cop or Officer 401 on YouTube. Um, but for me, I'd, I want to stay clear of the of the individual stories and kind of stuff that happened in my agency. But my time in law enforcement, I'm still grateful for because after a while, it helped me realize what my true calling in life was. And now what I'm about to say, I'm just going to preface this with, I know this is going to sound extremely arrogant and conceited, and I genuinely do not mean to be, and I'll explain what I mean. But this is truly how I felt. You know, in my time in law enforcement, I worked with some of the best colleagues you could ask for. I made some of the best friendships ever. Um, I had some great supervisors, but there was one thing that always bothered me. And that was that whenever I walked into a meeting or, you know, the debriefing or briefing or whatever, it was super obvious to me that I was the smartest person in the room. And now I want to explain that before you start thinking I'm some cocky jerk. I'm not saying that I would walk around thinking that I was the best cop in the room because that would not be true at all. But it was obvious that my brain worked differently than the people around me. And so maybe I could phrase that better than saying I knew I was the smartest person in the room. But that's, you know, kind of how it struck me. My brain worked different. You know, in high intensity situations, I would be the only one that would look at our decision-making from a litigation point of view. I would be the only person that didn't get so worked up and angry at situations that I couldn't maintain my cool. You know, a bunch of my colleagues genuinely were not scared of litigation, which is only proof of their own ignorance of the career that they're in. And I was the only guy 
you know, talking outside of law enforcement, but with the people that I was associated with, I was the only guy there who put my money into investments instead of saving accounts or, you know, buying new trucks and big houses. I was the only person there that actually invested my money and tried to become financially stable by making my money work for me and trying to explain these concepts or even just trying to explain something like the stock market in general to a cop was like teaching Spanish to a donkey. There was a lot of things like this that would go on and eventually I realized that my mind was just wired too differently and I was my mind was just too bright to be making 40,000 a year for anxiety and anger issues. I have nothing but respect for my prior colleagues. Again, a lot of them are some of my best friends. They're great cops. They're good people. But I knew that I was capable of much bigger things. And I decided I wanted to get into real estate and entrepreneurship and business. And I did. Ultimately, the reason I quit law enforcement was because of a personal injury that I had. I wish I could say that I had the courage to take a huge leap of faith and quit my job, jump into the world of business and real estate, but that's that's not true. I hurt myself, which, which forced me to quit my job, which then forced me to put plan B into action, which was business and real estate. And the injury forced me to prove myself to myself that I was right about what I believed I was capable of. And that ended up being true. In my first month, as in my new venture as a real estate agent, I made what would take me three to four months to make as a cop. And, and that continued, you know, over the, but before I moved and I eventually restarted my real estate career again after a few months because I moved. But just at the pace that I was going, I was going to make four times what I was making as a cop. I was probably going to make more than the highest ranked cop at my agency. And that's not even with me being super good or super professional at real estate. That's just, you know, how those lines of work goes. And I was good at it, am good at it. Um, and But more importantly, the money. Uh, my first month out of law enforcement, before I even, because I kind of had a period where I didn't do anything. My daughter was in the hospital. And so for the first month where I was no longer working, but I hadn't even started real estate, I immediately noticed that my mental health and my overall happiness increased. And that was with having a premature daughter in the NICU and spending four months in the hospital. Just being away from law enforcement alone increased my mental health tenfold. And I have, I say this, I, I have nothing but respect for the men and women in blue. And I genuinely hope and pray that those that are out there making the decision to serve our communities are doing so with a strong moral compass and a passion for service and not a passion for power. I genuinely hope that that's true. And I think a lot of cops are out there for the right reason, but I think a lot of cops are out there for the wrong reason too. And I, I have authority to say that I was there. And anyway, that's my spiel of my life in law enforcement. I know it's not much. I know it's not super detailed. I didn't really want it to be. It was intentional, but I still, I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, you know, again, mad respect for the people in, in blue. I'd love to have people who are still full-time police officers on the show if they want to talk about it. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening. Um, again, like you heard in the intro, make sure to follow the Life with Troy Facebook page. I'm also interested in having guests. If you have something to talk about, send me a message through Facebook. So again, thanks. Thanks.